This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. As always, I'm joined by the exact opposite of what you think I would be joined by the mm-hmm. lovely Ramon B. How the exact opposite of the type of person you would normally hang out with. Uh, I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't <laughs> well, say back that. in the That's old very days. low standards. Yeah. <laughs> Even now. Yeah. And then we have a guest today. That's always good. Alex Watson, ladies and gentlemen. We, we need, need a, a fan for Do we need a... How about some applause right there? Yeah, how about and some applause? Smattering. Applause. Smattering of applause. Now, Alex, you've uh, been on the show before, haven't you? I have. So you know we always start with the headlines of the day. So and he still showed up. This is news that you can use. 7-Eleven is starting to offer more healthy foods. I think their CEO said that we want our customers to live as long as our hot dogs. That may not be true. Alex, tell us a fun fact about you. He likes hot dogs. (laughs) I joined Fearless Agent about two years ago, maybe three years ago. Hadn't killed him. uh, And I'm making more money than I've ever made before. All right, let me. That's a fun fact. Thank you. That's a shameless plug and a fun I fact. Like we like that. Now, I'm going to give you a fun fact about Ramon B. Is that right? Yeah. You've been Googling. Uh, in a sense. Now, someone told me that you're a Seinfeld expert. Is that true? I know a little bit about Seinfeld. Because right here yes. in my formerly nicotine stained hands, mm-hmm. I have. A, a game show card, a game okay. card from Fair the enough. from the game called Seen It, right? Correct. Yes. So we're gonna. Are you ready to play, Alex? Uh, would you like to play? I'm. Uh, I'm in. There is no prize except humiliation if you get it wrong. So that's usually what we're into anyway. That's something I've won many a time. Okay. In the episode called The Caddy, Kramer insists that Sue Ellen Mischke <laughs> try on what article of clothing during the trial. Shall I? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Let's let Alex go first. Let Alex go. Her glove. No. A bra. Otherwise known as the manzir. Correct. Okay. <laughs> let's try another one, shall we? Let's. With <laughs> such good luck. In the, fri- in the episode called The Friars Club, who declares I woke up in the Hudson River in a sack? <laughs> Guest. We'll go, go first, Alex. Alex. I'm going to go with Kramer. Kramer. Okay. I'm looking. It was Kramer. Yeah. Okay. Who else would be? Uh, by the way, I met Uncle Louie. Oh, did you? Yeah. Brush with greatness. Yeah. Uh, Doreen. You mean Uncle Leo? Uncle Leo, excuse me. Hello. Uncle Louie. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Louie is the name of a pizza at Crust. Pizza. That's Again, it always goes back to food on this Yeah, but so Doreen and I were in the Portland uh, airport, and this old guy is standing in front of me, and he leaves his keys in the, in the basket as we're going through the thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, sir, you left your keys. It turns around, and I go, Uncle Leo! <laughs> so then we, uh, we ate lunch with him. It was is lovely. that right? Yeah, we had a little brush with greatness. It was nice. His daughter was there. He's a lovely, lovely man. We'll just do one more. 
who made his first appearance as David Putty in the Fusili Jerry, the episode named as the Fusili Jerry, before he went on to play a big blue superhero in The Tick? It's Patrick W. I don't know. His... I know Alex does not know this. I did not. Patrick In w? AA meetings, he is known as Patrick W. Fair enough. So how, do you right. pronou- how do you pronounce I, I, I don't know how War, to pronounce it. Warburton. Warburton. Yeah, there I would have is, yeah. never gotten that. Yeah. Uh, but at least I knew the W part, so yeah. that's something. I, I, I liked it when Kramer would call Putty and, and Kramer would say, hey, hey, Putty, it's Kramer. He goes, I know. Yeah. That's right. Okay, that's enough of that crap. I now love, get, I love well, that crap. That was I awesome. know, I know. It's fun. See, now, didn't How I surprise you there? Now I get to pay attention to the program. Yeah, now people think you're smart or something. Well, I wouldn't go yeah, that that's far. That's first for everything. So, uh, Alex, you had a little issue that you wanted to talk about, and that's how you ended up on the big show. Right here in our okay. shoe. I'm ready. What you got? Okay, I have a client um, that I've listed their property. By the way, before and we he, start, you know which strategy we will not be talking about on the show, right? And that is. Well, definitely <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> we can't name it. Go ahead. Okay. You have a client. I have a client that I listed their product. Uh, their property. Mm-hmm. We listed it for. Let's start with it's a house. It's a house. Okay. How many square feet is it? This is a, the topic of today will be doing a CMA. If you're new in real estate, of course, that starts, stands for Country Music Awards. How to do a CMA, the Fearless Agent Way, which rhymes. So it's a house. It's a house. Single family home. How? Single what year family. was it built? 1903. Oh, and you told me before the show, off the air as I like to call it, that it's in the hood. It's in the hood. Yeah. And uh, now this is the kind of hood where guys sit on car hoods out in front of the – that's why they call it the hood, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) That's the place. Or it's the type of sweatshirt that they wear. Yeah, if you see shopping carts, random abandoned shopping cart, I think you're in the hood. I think that's a that's an indicator. Uh, and then the it's now it has two bathrooms. I know it didn't then, right? Correct. Correct. Okay, so it's two bathrooms. There's an add-on. It's how many square feet now? Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. Okay, twelve hundred and fifty square feet of luxury living. One story. Pray to God, and then uh, and that, what was that? Nineteen oh three? Is that what you said? Correct. Wow. I'm sorry. That's nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty. Same thing. Same construction. Okay. Now, fearless agents do CMAs differently than all other agents. We ignore sold comps because. If, if the market was going down rapidly, would sold comps matter? No, of course not. Uh, if the market was going up rapidly, would sold comps matter? No, of course not. When do they matter? Oh, they never matter. That's right. So you, you want to look at what the buyers are looking at, which is active comps. So you want what kind of parking arrangement? Is there covered parking of any kind? Yes. Okay. Is it a carport or a garage? 
It's a garage, detached. I'm assuming that's one car garage. It's actually a two car garage. Oh, that's a meth lab. Okay, and then uh, that's unusual. And then, how big is the lot size? Do you know the? It's yes, it's five thousand three twenty. Okay, which is a little normal than the normal seventy five hundred square foot lot, but that's is normal back in those days. Mm-hmm. So uh, now what you're supposed to have done is search actives in a 10-mile radius because that's what the buyers would do. Any buyer that would be willing to live there in the hood would probably be willing to live 10 miles north, south, east, or west. And then uh, with equal or greater than features. So you would be looking at – did you say two-bedroom? Or two baths? Yes. Two baths. Uh, two two baths. No, I'm sorry. Two baths, three bedrooms. Three bedroom. Okay. Um, and what was the original square footage of the house? I think it was 800. Does that sound right? I think so. I think so, yeah. Okay. And then it was either a one bedroom, one bath. It might not even have had a bath. Sometimes they had outhouses then, but oh, not, not in 1930. <laughs> so... Um, but it was probably a one-bedroom, one-bath, or a two-bedroom, one-bath with a tiny kitchen. The kitchen is tiny. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're looking for uh, – with that in mind, I would look for two-bedroom uh, or greater in your search. I know you did three, but, but, but I would make an adjustment on that. Because the, okay. the the addition that they did, although it does make it modern, uh, is not like real square footage. So three bedroom, three bedroom or or greater, which includes four, five, six, and seven. Two bathroom. Don't worry. You need non. You need to omit one bathroom homes in your search because that would be worse than. And then uh, I would do. 1,150 square feet or greater. And then the two-car garage, we're going to leave that out because that's weird for that property. And then you're looking for the least expensive after you do your search, and I know you've already done this. You, you f- try to find the least expensive one. And, oh, adjust the, the – ce- what was the ceiling price you had to – adjust to to get 15 or 20 to show up. Alex, now's when you talk. It's radio. Very unentertaining okay. when nobody talks. All right. Well, I was just looking this up. I actually did not put a value in for uh, a price value. Okay. What, when, a- when For those listening, never put a bottom floor price in, only the ceiling price and below. So you're looking for equal to or greater than features and square footage at a price below X, which would get you 15 or 20 to show up in your search. So let's skip that and go right to what you have ascertained is the – and then you're looking for the least expensive one in the list. So stack them in order of price and you're looking for the least expensive one in the list, which you would rather have, let's say, inherit for free, all things being equal. And you're including the location, which is the most important thing in that consideration. So you got that one printed out, right? Correct. Circle the differences as we're speaking. Name the differences out loud to me. 
Okay, the difference in the unit I would prefer over the... Where it's a tie. Okay. So the square footage is 1431. Okay. The square footage on the lot is 6499. Okay. Uh, it, it was built in 1960. Okay, that's a lot better. So that's modern. Yeah. Right, and it's uh, seven hundred and nine. It's priced at seven hundred ninety-five thousand. And how many days has it been on the market? Thirteen. Okay, so when let's say it had been, and what about the parking? Parking uh, is a. It's not listed. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, well, you could look on Google Maps Street View and see if it has parking, but probably okay. it doesn't if they didn't list it. So I'm assuming there is no parking. So, uh, and it is a three-two, also three-bedroom, two-bath. Does that sound right? Uh, no, it is a four-bedroom, two-bath. Okay, so an extra bedroom. All right. That's a lot of bedrooms to cram into only 1,400 square feet. So that's not a big advantage. But uh, And then that neighborhood is less hood. Am I correct? Mm, uh, probably comparable. Similar. Okay, oh. good. I believe that's called hood light. Hood light. Mm -hmm. Hood modern. So, Hood-ish. So, so if we take 1,431, that's 200 square feet bigger at 35 dollars a square foot that's 7000 difference so you're going to subtract 7000 the lot being bigger i think that's probably another 10000 it's not that much different but it's a little bit and then uh, so you're subtracting that because yours is worse than so if your comp is or if your subject property is worse than the comp and it would be in every situation because you're searching equal to or better than. You're subtracting the money from the comp price. And then the 1960, that's not an issue. Uh, and Now, the days on the market. <clears throat> Let's say the days on the market was 40. Then that tells me at 795, it's obviously it's overpriced. It could not possibly be worth 750. Uh, it could be well actually it could be worth 750 but there's no evidence of that so i would make my adjustments from 750 in this case it's been on the market 13 days which is rather a long time for your market isn't it correct average so i would say on the market is seven. i would say we know it's not worth 800 it could be worth uh 775 i will but there's no evidence of that but i would i would make my adjustments from 775 so cross out the seven ninety five, write seven seventy five. Then you take ten grand off for the uh, uh, lot. That's seven sixty five. Let's take another ten grand off for the square footage. That's seven fifty five. However, you do have that two car garage, which the real value in that is it's a roomy meth lab in that uh, part of town. So. I think that having – by the way, parking is a premium where you live unlike it would be here. Would you agree? Yeah, when absolutely. I say here, I mean Scottsdale, Arizona, land of the blazing sun. I agree. Okay. 
So, uh, so we're talking about a very dense area, and parking is a premium. So, and especially when people enclose, like the other the other property, they may have enclosed in 1960. It had covered parking. That other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so do a Google search. If it doesn't have covered parking, that means they enclosed it. And the enclosure would be 200 square feet. So it would have been 1231 with a one-car carport in 1960 probably. And then you would make your adjustments on the – you'd shave off a little on the uh, – you'd be at f- 5,000 on the square footage. And then you'd add uh, – well, the the no-covered parking is – you take a hit on that. So we were adding it to yours. So I'm going to say uh, – that's a big deal. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say 25 grand. Okay, so that puts me at 805. Is that correct? Yeah, that's what I have. So my guess at fair market value, and the definition of fair market value is that after the initial spurt is over, uh, you're getting no more than and no less than one showing a day. And if you, if any of you listening have a listing and you're getting only one showing a day, but you're not getting less than that and you're not getting more than that, it you know that that's going to sell at the list price in no more than thirty days, unless the market is plummeting or something like that. So my guess at fair market value is eight oh five. Now, here's the key question. If I was to pay your seller $805,000 cash today and he knew he couldn't do better than that, would he take my money? No. Okay. So that's a prospecting problem. It's not a uh, pricing problem. It's not a um, uh, you know, not a, not a not a pricing problem. So now the least he would take because he's not a real seller at fair market value. A real seller is a nice, sane, and smart person. Is he all three? Uh, yes. Okay. He is deadly serious about selling his house right now. Is that true? No. At fair market value, whatever that turns out to be, and he doesn't get to have an influence on that, the market will tell him what it is. And again, my guess is eight eight oh five. What did he say the least he would take would be? Uh, he's thinking closer to eight seventy five. So if if he uh, does he owe money on it? Yes. And then he is that because he did a cash out refi so he could buy cocaine and hookers? Um, no. 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 What he did, just bought it two years ago. Oh, he bought, oh, God bless him. What did he pay two years ago? Seven hundred. Okay, so what does he owe? 523. So my calculation tells me so when I estimate the net for my client, I say I'm I want to give you a number you can make your plans on. And by the way, my job is to make this number bigger and I'm extraordinarily good at my job, but if it was less than this, then I screwed up and I never screw up. So I want you to make your plans on me handing you a check for – so I take 800, excuse me. I'll just take 800 to do round numbers. You can never hurt them by rounding down. Minus 12 percent minus what he owes, which is 700. 
No, he owes five twenty three. Five twenty three. I'm doing math on the air. Don't you love it when we do math on the air? <laughs> I do because I get to play this. It ices the crowd. Math, math is so much fun, so much fun for everyone. Math, yeah, math. So I want you to make your plans, Mr. Seller, on me handing you a check for one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Any questions? Yeah, I don't think he would. He would go. Yeah, and and you know what the fun thing about that is? No one cares <laughs> because when you're booking five listing appointments a week because you're a fearless agent, you don't have to give a darn what he thinks, right? Correct. Yeah. So you have a uh, that's a prospecting problem. So. Um, what other questions do you have about that, Alex? By the way, let's do a shameless plug, shall we? We can do that for sure. We'll ask Alex to help out. Time for Bob Leffler's shameless plug! So if any of the stuff we talk about here on The Big Show makes any sense to you and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, like Alex was, uh, if you'd like to learn more, you can call me anytime. Now, Alex, you just sent me somebody. I sure did. He just referred somebody to me, and they will call me at 480. He did call me, I should say, at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. I'll probably answer. Otherwise, I'll call you back. And we'll just see if what you're trying to do in your real estate career and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich, realtor rich, that is. And um, and don't think you're bothering me. Don't email. Do not text because it's about sales, and salespeople never email or text. Uh, and you can always go to fearlessagent.com, watch our webinar there, take lots of notes, go to the video training page. Those free videos would be much better coaching for free than you would pay any other coach any amount of money for. That's our guarantee. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me. And then if you're an owner of a real estate company and you're not recruiting enough producing agents, you can go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com. Watch our video there too. But feel free to call me anytime. So what what, what would you say uh, – what do you like best about fearless agent coaching, Alex? Just how um, uh, responsive you are. You know, whenever we have a challenge, we can put in a call to you, and either you pick up or you call us back, usually within five minutes. So it's just a um, great resource um, for any agent that's, you know, trying to trying to do business. And does it make your prospecting easier, having the right words to say on the phone? I oh, hope he says absolutely. yes. Absolutely. No, of course it does. It uh, it it changes the whole process, and you 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 call with confidence. You know you, uh, and when you get results, you know you're doing the right thing. Now you do have to put up with my crappy jokes. You do. Mm-hmm. There is a price to but pay. There's a price to pay. It's not just the money; it's that. It's, but it's, a big it's, it's still a fair trade-off, though. But I did refer him business, so he got that. You know, it, it worked out. By the way, if you'd like to refer business to Pleasanton, California, name the cities, the little towns that you service. Livermore, Fremont, Oakland, um, those are the areas. Okay. Union City. Um, do you know who Fremont was named after? I do not. 
I want you that. to Google that. I'm gonna. I mean, a willing to bet it was named after uh, James. No, let's see. What's his name? A famous explorer named Fremont. No, I can't think of his name. John C. Fremont. Sounds good. That's enough. my guess. Yeah, I'll take we'll it. We'll just stick. I'm, I'm like a little bit of a history guy. You can call Alex toll-free day or night to find out the answer to that question and many others in referring business at 925-437-4204. By the way, John C. Fremont was also the territorial Arizona governor. Is that right? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. When Barry Goldwater was born, he was the uh, governor, I believe. Worthless crap. I got a lot of it here. That's right. Not just Seinfeld trivia. We do other stuff, we too. We do other things as well. All right, Alex, what other questions might you have? Just a couple. You know, I listed the property at 649000 Well, and I've had. Let's, that's, that was a mistake. So at how many showings did you have? By the way, is it on lockbox? Yes. Is it vacant? No. Uh, it's easy to show. At certain times. Who's in it? Tenant or owner? Owner. Where is he moving to? Uh, he's going to buy a place he hasn't found the place yet. But what town? Same town? Um, no. Also in the Maybe. hood or not in the hood? Not in the hood. Okay. <laughs> he's had enough of that. Okay. So, uh, so he's the kind of guy that now it's important where he buys for this reason. So he's going to borrow money to buy something that's not in the hood. Is that true? Correct. Okay. So here's the conversation you have with him. The uh, The amount that I said he would net, do you, did you remember that? Because I forgot it. 180000 So write that down. Got it. So if your house was to sell at fair market value – at what my guess at fair market value is, you would net $180,000. Then you would take that money and then you'd go buy something else. What you buy is not going to be in the hood like this one is. Correct, Mr. Seller? He'd say, yes, that's correct, Bob. I'd yes, say, that's so, correct, Bob. So what that means is uh, the neighborhood that you're going to buy in is going up in value faster than the one you're leaving. Isn't that true? And I don't know if you notice this or not, but we have morons running America and the interest rates are shooting up because we're going to have a recession. That is a fact. That's not, that's not my prediction. That's a fact because you can't cure runaway inflation any other way than by massively increasing. And you've noticed that, Alex, the interest rates have gone – mortgage rates have gone up quite a bit, almost doubled in just a couple of months. True. Hey, can't we just fix that by printing more money and more money? That's how we got in this ma- – oh, my God. What's the matter Darn. with this guy? So then uh, what that means is every day you wait, Mr. Seller, the house you're going to buy. Now, if you're going to move out of the hood, for sure, this matters. But if you're going to stay in the hood for the rest of your life, it wouldn't matter. But if if you're not going to stay in the hood for the rest of your life, then the house you're going to buy is going to be smaller – crappier, in a worse neighborhood, and more expensive every single day you wait. So time is not on your side. Is there any part of that you don't understand, Mr. Seller? Because that's the facts. So you have to have that conversation with him. 
Now you're priced at six fifty. And how many showings did you have last week? Two. So that leads me to believe that fair market value is under what he owes, right? Yeah. How what did he pay for it again? Uh, he paid seven hundred. And that was two years ago. Is there any chance it went down in value in the last two years? That seems highly unlikely. No, even in the no hood. chance. Okay, no chance. Check your listing uh, and see if something's wrong. Okay, just check. So, uh, like everything, school districts, um, the name of the county, the name of the city, anything, any. Make sure nothing's misspelled. Anything that somebody would search for? Does that, do, do the remarks say absolute bargain, unbelievable price, price low and firm for your pre-approved buyer? Does it say that? Or are you allowed to do that? Yes. Uh, how many pictures do you have? One. Good. So the more pictures you have, the less showings you'll get. Uh, would it appraise? I mean, would it uh, – could, could somebody make a conventional loan with very little money down on it? Is that even possible? He did. Is that okay? That's good. And and the conditions similar as to when he bought it. Yes. And what's the number one condition problem? Location. Do you have the two car garage listed? No. Oh, why not? Uh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. It is listed. It okay. Is. I'm sorry. Because that's your superpower yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check and make sure everything is okay. And then uh, let me think here. Any other thing weird about it that I should know? It's Busy street? Of... Oh, oh, right next to the freeway. <laughs> he leaves that out to last. <laughs> when you say next like... to the freeway, that means I, I, there are no houses in between my house and the freeway? Yes, there are, but very few. How many? I would say maybe six or seven. Yeah, that's that's a nightmare. Now, no one knows that until they go, but they pull up in front of the house. They see that. You can see that from parked in front of the house? No, you can't. Because the freeway is sunken? Uh, yes. You, you when you step it. out of your car, you can hear it. Probably so, yes. Yeah, that might have an effect. Um, that, that could have an effect on that. Well, uh, that's a – so here's the way that works. Freeway, noise, location problems like that, busy street, it either affects you 5% of the value, 10% of the value, 15% of the value, 20% of the value, or 30% of the value. Like if you were in a luxury neighborhood and it was siding up to a busy street, that would be a 30% hit probably because if you have that kind of money, you don't need to put up with that kind of crap. So uh, – but my guess is the freeway is a 10 or 15% hit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But again, if you are deaf and you uh, – you know, you get used to anything like train tracks. You, you, you do get used to it, but it keeps so many people. It also, 
the agents will wad it up and not show it because they don't want to be the guy that has to resell it. Mm-hmm. So that that's an issue. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today, Alex. Again, people can refer you business by calling you toll-free day or night at 925-437-4204. And we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. If you're an owner, watch the video at fearlessagentrecruiting.com. You can always call me directly at 480-385-8810. And please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on whatever platform you listen to it. And until next week, do what we always do. Alex knows this. We always have fun. Right, Alex? Make it a great day. We try to stay humble, but we're always be fearless. Thanks. Thanks.